0: Hey, welcome back to the Most passive Podcast on the internet. I'm your host, Yusuf Cater, and today is going to be a little bit of a different episode. I am with entrepreneur slash philosopher slash meme guy slash martial artist, aka Project Stoic. Was that a good intro?
1: Well, use my last name. I told you to stop doing that. I told you to change my, my name from the intro. I told you... A lot of stuff bro <laughs> oh i'm sorry i'm sorry i'm sorry it's Don't all good go. it's all good um so i have a couple questions for you yeah. Yusuf
0: cater why is this the only podcast you've done this year where you been bro oh we uh, i've been on vacation actually <laughs> uh, we, have, we have a bunch of episodes recorded and being edited throughout the vacation but like I just haven't been decide- like posting because I don't like the stress of it. If you know what I mean. No. Because no I'm idea. at a point where I gotta worry about how well will this episode perform, and I just keep checking, obsessing over analytics, and it was just not my vibe. Sounds like some pussy shit, bro. Why you? Uh, why you worried about that? Because. Uh, Things were went really well last year and I feel like this now you're year scared? I wanna do things a lot better and more time. Right that makes sense. Okay, mm-hmm. well you can you can do them better, but
1: like by not posting anything you're not doing anything better, bro.
0: No, 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 no. You're doing it I mean, worse better in terms of just uh editing, uh different type of content. Uh, oh, it's a long form podcast. What it like this is the thing. So look, I've made like we're the trying co- to change it basically. We're trying to change it. But does it work? Well, you're going to see on Friday because that's going to be our first post back. We'll see if it works. I don't know. If you had something, if
1: you're like, you had a good thing last year and then you change it up, it's like, will that work?
0: No, but we take risks. We're going to gamble it. We want to improve, want to do it t- stuff t- that's r- more us rather than sticking to the same thing and kind of faking it in a way you know we're growing up with the podcast so the things that we used to love doing now we don't like it as much and it feels more like a job than just us as friends talking you know we want some more creativity do more things that we find entertaining and yeah, yeah. i just gotta say bro don't take
1: three months off posting a podcast dude and don't get all uh, up in your head about looking at the analytics and shit yeah, I got Not obsessed it. over it. During yeah, it. I I know what you mean, and it it happens. But yeah, you got to let it go. I uh when my TikTok started blowing up, I was like, yeah, like let me just spend my entire day looking, making sure this works. And then I, I've now like you have to kind of go through it, but it's like, bro, you gotta let it go.
0: Yeah, I, I'm learning that now. I I I have the motivation, and the motivation's always been there. It just the analytics is what's demotivating about it, obsessing over it just kind of makes you sell out in a way. And I yeah. realized that. And that's also a reason why I wasn't posting. Cause I felt like the episodes that we did record were more of a sellout because we'd like, I guess script them a little bit more than usual. And I didn't like it, but that's the direction everybody decided to choose. So I, I was just rolling along with everyone else. And a hey, little follower, little follower cuck. So
1: with, uh, with the uh with the direction the new one are you guys gonna be scripted again or you guys going back to freestyle no
0: we're going back we don't uh like i told them like we're not scripting shit anymore we're just gonna stick true to us because none of us like feeling this way like none of us like this feeling i mean i sure do so now we're uh Going back to how we first started, but also improving because we're adding a little bit more creativity. We're going to have certain segments, certain show, different people, rappers, artists, uh, just things that interest me. And are you the, did are the main,
1: main alpha male of the, of the podcast or are you the, the second in command? Am the I third doing... in command? How how many people you got on this? Uh we got four altogether. Four. It's just four of us. Bro, you just four. You gotta you gotta cut that down, bro. Can't yeah, have one two. Hmm? You can't have the whole squad out there. You gotta,
0: you gotta Yeah, I don't know what happened, man. Like it, it, it became two and then it became three after having somebody as a guest, and then he just became a main staple and then We just kept going and going and going. And then it was just, it just became four people. And then three people that work on the background editing these podcast episodes, making sure that, that's what I also don't like. The fact that people are editing the podcast, but that was my manager's choice and direction. So (laughs) can't question it. (laughs) You can question anything, bro, but it's not a, it's, it's okay to have other people
1: working on it. Especially if you want to scale, like you'd think Joe Rogan sitting there editing his own shit.
0: No, 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 of course not. I mean, like, I, I just wish it was more unedited, you know, like authentic. Mm-hmm. I just like that full authentication. But clearly, because of like, I guess my manager's just worried about snowflakes. <laughs> if you know what you I mean. You got to fire your manager then. Hmm? <laughs> you got to fire your manager then. I mean, he just wants what's best for me. Right. I can't really,
1: where'd you meet your manager?
0: Ooh, uh, where we met, mm-hmm. we actually have known each other for a while. Now I met him through, uh, a different friend that helped him manage in a completely different field. Cause my friend did marketing for companies called eloquent marketing mm-hmm. where he records videos and whatnot. Uh, he records, edits. He does a lot of things like music videos, whatever. Uh, I met him through there. Uh, so. Because the person that owns Eloquent Marketing is like a family friend of mine. Or I say my cousin. Uh, but when I, I remember when they were actually recording a music video, I was there just to like help out, carry equipment, do whatever, have a fun time. And I started talking to him about, like, the podcast because I was doing the podcast at the time as well. And I was telling him, like, hey, maybe I might need a manager in the future. And you manager my family friend. Could you manage me as well? And he was like, yeah, sure. Never done this before, but I'll try it. Fuck it. And we just became close friends afterwards.
1: Sounds like you got a little complicated setup here you got like four dudes a manager fucking squad of editors like three editors you like you don't need three editors bro three editors yep three editors i think it's overkill dog you gotta you gotta simplify all this
0: Mm, yeah i know it is complicated and that's why uh that's why it's kind of odd that i'm like i don't see myself as the lead in the podcast per se like i don't think it's me that's the lead i'm just the guy that helps plan shit out and then i kind of follow everybody else's lead on the podcast now i'm kind of taking the back seat now but before i was in the front seat it's kind of like good to have both perspectives now i'm back in the front seat (laughs) Just, just just with me just me and you in here yeah, because people like our debates, but we're not debating today. We're talking about, all about you. So, what's been going on with your philosophy? Your—I know you've been doing a lot of philosophy lectures, or I want not say lectures, conferences. Uh, and I know you're having a book coming out soon. Wait, am I allowed to say that? <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, it's it's
1: out right now. Um, oh, okay, wow. I'm just uh, yeah, I just went to go sit down, and record the audio for it, and then I saw that we had this uh, this going. So I was like, "Oh fuck." Um, so yeah, hopefully, hopefully after this, I'll, I'll record another like three chapters of the the audio, and hopefully get that out live um, on Monday or something like that. Uh, probably not. My boys, my my editor is editing it as well. So yeah, um, we are both getting editors, and well, bro, you got to get editors, but like you don't need three. You know, like I got one editor for like a lot of shit, and uh, yeah, he's killing it.
0: Yeah, I like my editors, too. They they know how to, like, smoothly transition certain topics, I guess. <laughs> and then, like, when we go off the deep end, they know how to cut it off where it doesn't seem unnatural, you know? hmm That's, but, like, we need three because it's a lot, because, like, our podcasts are all long form, right? And I feel like it's a lot of work for just one person, per se. Because sometimes our podcast episodes are three hours long. And, like Most of the time, they're like three hours long. And then out of the three hours, we only get an hour and 45 minutes. <laughs> and useful <laughs> stuff. Yeah. Well, just don't censor it like our boy. Yeah, our boy, but that's like the thing. We're, also, we're actually also launching like an uncensored like yeah, version of gets. the podcast. Which we're gonna do an announcement for it, but that's gonna be later down the line when we get back on our shit. You know, it's gonna be extra content. We've also been shooting videos, YouTube videos, and mm-hmm. we've been doing a lot of that for the past three months. I'd say, <laughs> like, right. the, like the other day we were doing a dating show.
1: Yeah, what's it called? Like a bunch of virgins guessing what girls like. <laughs> no
0: no 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 no.
1: oh bro actually listen to this we had um so so everyone knows we have uh this practical philosophy club that we host here in mexico um there's like 300 people in the group now like 35 40 show up in person every week and then uh, we have one in hamilton starting one up in toronto have one in malta as well um so this is like this super cool thing but it, like Mexico, it's getting wild, right? Like we take over our entire building and, and everything. But then we split into groups. And the topic this week we were talking about feminism, and um, like trying to get oh into boy. yeah, bro, is a heated one. Like even just announcing it, bro. Like I posted the poster, which is made with fucking Midjourney, and um, it's like an angry woman like protesting. And the girls, like one of the girls in the group, is like, "Who who made this? Is it a he, a, a her, a them?" Or they or whatever the fuck is like, this really shows what they think about feminists. I was like, ma'am, this is AI art, you know, like it literally just copied what is on the internet. My pronouns are big and dinosaur. (laughs) That a boy. That a boy. Um, So yeah, anyway, we had this, uh, we had this topic and we like, it was like, okay, this could get heated, but fucking we're here for, we're here for that juicy, juicy content, you know, like it's not recorded, but we're here to just have a good conversation. Cause like the other ones we've been doing, like I'm kind a of boundaries attachment, like love, things like that. They all kind of end up at the same spot. So we're like, all right, let's actually try to figure out some like sociology stuff. And so we're, we're sitting in this room. Uh, we go up to, we go up to my apartment and we film uh, or record mm-hmm. talk here. Um, there's like four girls, four guys, eight of us in total. And uh, this one dude is like a closeted homosexual. And he's like immediately on the side of the women. And he just, like, starts throwing men under the bus. But it was like he's he's not um, – like, how do I say it? It's like he he is – you ever seen 40-year-old Virgin? Yeah. And the dude's like, yeah, like when you grab those titties and they, they feel like a sandbag. No, that, my God. Yeah. yeah, it was like that. He was like, he's like, look, guys, like, I want to no. – he's like, I want to say a couple things. There's four men in the room. I can tell all of you men are insecure, me as well. Men are insecure. You know, and like, he's just like making it sound like women aren't insecure. He's like, and then another thing, men are dogs, they cheat, but like women, they don't. Men watch porn. Women don't, you know? And I was like, bro, like what?
0: Bro, he does not understand a single thing.
1: <laughs> yeah. And I was like, ladies, do you, do you guys have insecurities? And they're like, yeah, yeah, of course. Like we all do. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, bro. Like, what the fuck are you talking about? Then I was like, uh, like the last girl I was just dating, <laughs> uh- last girl. Last girl I was dating, like, she was viciously cheating on her boyfriend, bro. Like, it was disgusting. Poor oh girl. Poor, poor, poor man. Like, it was, um, like, we are going to, like, these sex motels and just, like, brutally fucking her. And then going to, um, then, like, her, her boyfriend would be texting her and fucking, like, then she'd go see him after. It's like,
0: ugh, poor. I was like, it's a cold world out there. <laughs> Here's my take on that, though. <laughs> Like the fact that this guy thinks a girl's never watched porn is kind of funny, because I think a lot of them do.
1: Yeah, bro. that's <laughs> a the thing. Them a do, lot of them, it, It's a weird thing, and that was the, that was the thing. Like I I stood up in front of everyone at the start, and I was like, "Look, like we like no one wants to have these conversations. Everyone's just trying to pull each other apart. So we're gonna have this conversation, like as mature adults who can think. That's what we're here for. We're actually here to get to the bottom of it. Like yeah, we're that. not here to say fuck women. We're not here to say fuck men. Like we're here to find." We're not here to say fuck feminism. We're not here to say fuck people who aren't, you know? Exactly. We're trying to, yeah, yeah, we're trying to find something that works, you know? And then, like, we start having this conversation. Then this guy keeps, like, sidetracking it by, like, he's like, can we stop saying masculine feminine instead say, like, meat bag of testosterone or meat bag of estrogen? I was like, what? No, absolutely not. We cannot, you know? And it's like it kept like fucking getting sidetracked. I was like, come on, bro. Meat like actually
0: and meat bag. <laughs> <laughs> That's rough. Like, bro. this guy should do stand-up. It was oh, a yeah. wild,
1: uh, it was a wild one. It was like, fuck man, like I'm actually trying to get to like some solutions here so we can actually discuss this, but we had to keep getting sidetracked and like you know, talk about the okay, look, I'm not gonna call masculine essence a testosterone meat bag, you know. Like, I had to take time out of my day to explain that. So, we
0: yeah, didn't make it. And, <laughs> and it's just absurd that he's there at a philosophy club debating about something that's not even philosophical, just his own personal beliefs. You know what I mean? Like, well, you know, that's
1: kind of what the philosophy club is. It's kind of like, all right, what do we think about these things? Like, we don't give a fuck. But, but that's not a, a philosophy. philosophy. That's just it's sociology. He, he was just saying it. It was like, it was pretty much like he's like a woke SJW. But, like, he was speaking – he was pretty much trying to guess and, like, un- like guess what the people in the room wanted to hear, like, what the girls in the room wanted to hear. And then, like, it was weird because when he was talking, like, the girls were, like, fucking sitting there, like, kind of like, what the fuck is this guy You know what he
0: kind of sounds like? He kind of <laughs> sounds like that one friend that's always trying to impress the girls by going against everything guys believe just to – Sleep with the girl. You know what I mean. You, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, he's like
1: guys are pigs. Like not me though. And then it's like it's not me though. I, I was can I
0: have a little kiss? Can I have a little kiss. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he, he sounds like he's one of those guys. <laughs> and, and when it comes to like, at, like quote unquote woke SJWs like this, I call them naive because when it comes to like their point of views and their own philosophy, it's kind of like full of clouded misconceptions if that makes sense for example he was talking about oh girls don't cheat girls don't watch porn they don't masturbate yes they do they're just better at hiding it (laughs) that's literally it like not even not even that but like if you ask them
1: they'll probably say yes like of course like it's a normal thing like i know girls who like masturbate just like a new avatar movie like girls love that fucking big blue jake sully like, and they're like, yeah, like fucking, yeah, I have a fucking big dildo or vibrator. I go to town on it, watching the fucking big blue avatar. And it's like, he, I don't know. He just, it, it comes from just never actually talking to girls, I guess. Or I don't know what the fuck yeah. it was, but it was like, it, it was it's nice. weird
0: to think that like, he just has a, like, I get it. He kind of has a naive standpoint with women because he kind of wants to be like them. So he reveres them in a way. You know what I mean? That might be what it is. That's just me going through uh, the psychology of somebody that I've never met before, but that's what it sounds like, based off yeah. the context I have. You know it what I mean? A, it was a weird. It was a weird thing, and it
1: was like it was kind of strange because, yeah, like the whole conversation, like we're all mature adults, you know, and he was like the oldest in the room as well. And it's like, come on, bro, that's uh, that's worse. That's yeah, worse. guys, like in his fifties or something. It was like forties. Oh, I would say forties. Um, that's a, a lot. Yeah. Of it was a, it was an interesting conversation,
0: to say the least. But Yeah, uh, trust yeah. me. I, I could go on and on about it. <laughs> I could go on and on about it. When you coming to Mexico, then, boy. Um, bottom, bottom. My next trip to Mexico, or my first trip, actually, ever. It's going to probably be in April, if you're around. No, nah, April 5th, I go back to Canada. Really? Yeah. Mm. I'm going from April 20th till the 27th. Where are you going? Probably Cancun. Oh, Cancun, eh? Yeah. I got some.
1: I got some people there. If you need, you need anything, I got you, brother.
0: Oh, thank you so much. I got you, brother. Thank you. Uh, and then who? And then I'm gonna come back in the summer. I wanna be more involved with Mexico. Uh, make links there. You know, mm-hmm. meet people. I'm actually gonna be doing a live podcast there in Mexico. you gonna have a guest? Yeah, Mexican artist. Uh, I'm not too sure with all the details, but that's what my manager got me booked doing. And luckily, I'm fully accommodated, accommodated in terms of flights, so I don't got to worry about that. Send me pics while you. Yeah, of course. I'm going to be vlogging the whole thing. I'll send you whole videos. Cool, bro. Yeah, I know.
1: I'm going to be doing, I'm going to, uh, I'm going to go to Canada for two months. And then uh, either we're going to go to Valencia in Spain
0: or um, to Mexico. Like I have this responsibility here with the philosophy club. Um, and, and then in the summer, I'm going to Germany actually for a podcast. Germany. Yeah. Who you, uh,
1: who, you better be on time. Those guys love being on time, bro.
0: Yeah, I know. I know. I know. I know. Like. Uh, yeah, Germany is my next trip, and then London is my last trip for the year. Like, UK, UK, London. <laughs> How much are they paying you to do all this? How much are they paying me? Uh, I don't want to say on the podcast. Okay. So I could tell you off air for sure. Okay. But, yeah, we're we're just making a round trip. We're doing a lot. We're Do also doing chisour. it for just content. Hmm? Mm-hmm. We're doing it for yeah. just content as well. We're trying to go all around the place where our demographic is, you know? Because we are looking at the analytics, and our main demographic, for some reason, is mainly American. So, I will be going to New York eventually. Because that's like the location where i get a lot of my viewership from new york specifically mm-hmm. uh, and you got, you to a fan meetup
1: yeah that'd be cool yeah i saw in your last podcast i did I, I started listening to it but um then i got here um, yeah but you're saying like talking about your fighting career or something like that like what is this What yeah, you mean, fighting, yeah, career? Yeah. You mean yeah. fighting career what do you mean fighting career i know you bro you ain't got a chance at a fighting career
0: Yes. No, 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 no. I've been doing mature stuff. Send
1: me some videos, bro. I'm calling Cap. I'm calling Cap there. What do you mean you're calling Cap? I'm calling Cap, bro. Stay I in think. your lane, Jiu-Jitsu, buddy. Yeah. We, don't forget. Don't forget who showed you boxing originally, bro. Yeah, that was
0: six years ago. Are we still going to go on about that? <laughs> yeah, so I uh, still fucking beat you up, buddy. But honestly, if you do, like, if we're around, come to uh, my gym. I go to Cage Dragon MMA. Where, in, in, Br- in Brantford? Yeah. Yeah, I'll pop in. I'm looking to train some places because I'll
1: be down for two months, so I'll come. Yeah, uh,
0: yeah, come yeah. come, come over there. Uh, come for the grappling sessions because I know you're in jujitsu, and I'd love to, like, you know, have a partner to help. Yeah. I like grappling in general because – I feel like I can handle wrestlers more than I can handle jujitsu guys. When it comes to jujitsu guys, I'm fucking useless.
1: Well, I'm sure you're useless in everything, bro. Are you, you dumb? Stand up, stand up, wrestling, all of it. No, coordinated.
0: No, no. <laughs> you, you really want to go there guess. <laughs> but like, I am grateful to you in a way because you were like my first boxing coach, like my first proper boxing coach. Then it was Chris. <laughs> The little Asian guy, remember him? Yeah, no, I love Chris. I love Chris. Yeah, and then after that, I moved. Uh, I did Wing Chun for like three years and came back to boxing. Nice. You told me Wing Chun was pointless. I remember when you said... Nice, because I was actually about to say that again right now. So my, nah, my, my point is I love the philosophy buy it i love everything about wing chun Mm -hmm. it's just a good tool to have because like things you learn from wing chun can actually help you in general in terms of just fighting ability i guess i'm not saying it's good for fighting because it's really not but it helps with reaction time it helps uh build stamina in a way as well when it comes to like chain punching and it also helps in terms of just conditioning your knuckles so it's helped me in a lot of ways Mm-hmm. but i can agree in the fact that wing chun in a street fight would be fucking useless
1: yeah i mean most most things like jujitsu i wouldn't really fuck with that in a street fight too much either it's a good thing to have like i don't know it's a weird thing like i consider jujitsu like okay it's just a sport bro like i don't uh like i don't know it's a weird thing boxing too um boxing i guess would be pretty helpful but like kickboxing you know you can't really chop people down like over time these street fights usually pretty quick so um yeah
0: mma is where it really counts yeah
1: like sanctioned sanctioned fights like you shouldn't be fighting in the street no matter what um get out of there not worth it not worth it getting killed over fucking nothing yeah but even
0: let's say in a mixed martial arts fight i don't think wing chun would do me much good there's a lot of good with it
1: wing chun don't do you no good or nothing (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> no trust me it does it does it okay does. okay i'll believe you i don't uh, i don't know enough about it i'm just uh i it's mainly the discipline it. that helps the most the discipline it teaches you proper dis- or it taught me proper discipline and i fell in love with wing chun and just well
1: proper discipline and then you spend three months not posting any podcasts looks like you need to go back oh to my wing god Chatter. are we going <laughs> <laughs> let's get back to you let's get back to you
0: let's stop talking about me and fighting and whatever else but I'm All glad right. to know that you're a fan of the podcast.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah. What, what am I up to? I actually recently um, So, I, oof, it's going to be a, a long winded uh, story here if you're ready for story time. But I, I recently know. started feeling feelings for the first time in my life. So that's exciting. Um, uh, what type of feelings? Like, feel? uh, like just like feelings in general. So like everyone always said like, oh, you're so stoic. But I'm realizing, uh, I've now realized that it's actually like a trauma response. Um, And uh, so what happened when I was like 17 is uh, I got, I was, I used to work at the airport uh, in Hamilton and I got pulled into a belt loader, which is like the, uh, like the treadmill that kind of like brings bags up to the the belly of the plane. Mm -hmm. Um, And I got like pretty much a bunch of like random coincidences happened and uh i got pulled into this machine by my scarf so like this scarf fucking like uh like wrapped around my like got caught in the machine wrapped around my neck instead of pulling into this me into this machine by my neck and um and like fucking when i was trying to like fight it i ended up pulling both my biceps pulled my back um like got this sick like scar on my uh, on my neck um, and pretty much I got pulled under this machine and then like reverse crucified in it pretty much. And uh, I had a couple seconds left to live when my buddy at the bottom, he kind of came and uh, to see where I was. And he saw me there and he stopped the thing and and pretty well saved my life. And after that happened, I just kind of like went back to work. <laughs> like I took a week off to go to like um, physiotherapy, but then I was like, no, like, get me back in there. And I just like did light duty until fucking like ended up leaving that job. Um, but it was like a weird, it was a weird thing. Cause like no one really processed, like, I didn't really process it, you know, for my whole life. I've just had this in me. Um, and then like recently I started having like these dreams where I'm getting like crushed by machinery and stuff. And I was talking to my roommate about it. And he's like, bro, like, this is very... I was like, yeah, it's strange. I wonder what it means. And he's like, bro, it's very fucking clear what it means. You know, there's trauma. Yeah. yeah. And he's like, bro, like it's telling you to fucking integrate it. So like, uh, we, we do like weed yoga here. So you like smoke weed and you, uh, you mm-hmm. try to like get connected with the universe in a way. So like, um, smoke weed through these like, uh, vaporizer and, um, so, I was doing that, and, like trying to, like, okay, now let me, like, relive this trauma. But then I got caught up in other stuff, never got around to it. But then we had a philosophy club on the topic of trauma. And the one lady there, like, heard me talk about this because I was like, yeah, like, I'm having, like, these dreams, you know, but what? She's like, oh, I'm actually, like, uh, a hypnotherapist. And uh, she, wow. yeah, so she's like, look, if, if you could, and she's coming over tonight as well. So I'm excited for this. Um, but she's like, look, if you w- w- are open to trying, we can go through. Uh, we can relive that trauma. Like I'll hypnotize you and we can relive it. And like, you can maybe like get past it, you know? And, um, and I was like, yeah, yeah, sure. And we and she came over, we did it at the end. It, she was like, uh, yeah, I don't think you can be hypnotized. Like, I don't know, I have like this weird blockage. I, I, I'm not able to really be hypnotized fully, but just the fact that I was able to like, the fact that I was able to like sit there relive it and she's like what happened afterwards you
0: know like what happened when they like your manager found you and I was like oh they just kind of sounds it. like those scammers on tv shows I'm not gonna lie. who her or yeah me? you know those ones where just for some reason this spanish lady just saying <laughs> hey I can see your um, I can hypnotize you or I can see the future blah 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 you know like yeah i know what
1: you. i know what you mean by it but yeah this girl like she's
0: legit bro like this is free as well
1: like she didn't even like it was just she's my friend you know and she's she appreciates what i did at uh with the philosophy club so she she's like like let me like i care about you so let me let me see if this helps if not no worries but then um yeah it's pretty crazy because she she like we were talking like, what happened after? And I was like, oh, like my manager saw me like stuck in this machine and they just like, everyone laughed. (laughs) And she's like, what the fuck? And then like, when I told my mom, like what happened? I was like, oh, like everyone hugged her because she was crying. But like, no one gave me a hug. Like no one, no one ever checked to see how I was doing, you know? And um, so I've just sort of like kept all that
0: in me without even really realizing it until now. Um, Yeah, it's crazy how it can hit you right when you feel like you're at the pinnacle of yourself. You know what I mean? Like, you're you're doing so much, and you're being so successful, and then it just, you come to realize that that's not enough, and then you kind of start to feel like, I don't know, because, like, I'm also going through uh, trauma myself in a weird In a weird, weird way, because, like, I did, my my trauma actually came back to me because of a car accident that I got into Mm -hmm. uh, a couple weeks ago. Luckily, I was the only thing I had was like a concussion. Luckily, that's like that was the only damage. But when I was put out for those like ten seconds. Everything just came back to me, and now, like my emotions have been running wild. I'm thinking about things that happened, like what, ten, fifteen years ago, and and it's just hitting me, like, yo, know, like why did I not feel this way before? Why am I feeling ways about it now that it's so long gone in the past? Mm-hmm. Like I, I get where you're coming from. I'm yeah, good.
1: just never been, never dealt with. You know, we kind of bury it, things like that. Yeah. And then, um,
0: Yeah, And and to be honest, before that car incident, I felt like I was the fucking man because of what I've been doing like on my own time, you know, Uh, all the things that I got planned out for this year. I thought life was perfect. And then for that to happen, it was just like, shit, I'm not where I want to be at. How do I get better? Uh, I tried seeking therapy. uh, Didn't work. Mm -hmm. because i guess i'm just too prideful i don't know what it is it's like a subconscious pride thing for me because even now i don't i feel like i'm in the phase where i don't want to face my own feelings about the past or even what just happened Mm
1: -hmm.
0: because i feel like i'm a bitch otherwise and i guess it's just nature Uh, this is literally just my nature like my Mm -hmm. ego is my nature there's nothing i can do about it i wouldn't say that bro like
1: um like you can make progress even if it's like it may not be like oh i'm gonna fully break down this you know it's like how do you how do you like do it you just like do a little bit like what you can like try to bring consciousness to it and see if you can kind of start letting go or you can do like plant medicines bro you do plant medicines it'll fucking take that right
0: out of you bro It made me, I think my progress is the fact that me realizing how ego it I actually am is, like, the unhealthy kind, you know? Like, that's, like, I think that's progress in itself because now I'm aware of it. Before I joke about it, but now it's, like, I'm fully aware, and these jokes have more truth to it than I uh, than I even <laughs> thought. You know, <laughs> all these all jokes have some true shit. What's uh as
1: Jay Cole said, right? Yeah, it's, it's true. Uh, it's true. It's true. But uh, yeah, bro, it's like I wouldn't say yeah, you know, it, it is a part of you now. But you know, if you don't want it to be, if it helps you, you know, like it's like everyone always saying, like, let's get rid of the ego.
0: It's like we need that.
1: You know? Yeah, but, yeah.
0: But, I think uh, my my ego is the thing that kept me strong through all that trauma, though. Mm-hmm. So I'm I'm grateful to it in a way because it that ego brought positivity to my life. Whenever I felt down, I always felt like tomorrow's gonna be a different day. I'm gonna get back up stronger than ever. That's that's always my mentality, even now. And yeah, I'm I, I guess it's kind of
1: like you have to be flexible though, right? Like uh like when I started doing uh therapy a couple of years ago, the you know, I'm a fucking businessman. I'm like, okay, like show up on time, all the shit, um doing all this whatever, I ended up having like mental breakdown because I was like too, you know, I'd get pissed at someone fucking like walking slow in the mall or like they conglomerate around the elevator or escalator. And it's like, bro, like fucking you're blocking the escalator. You know, I was always fucking stressed and angry at all this shit. Um, and it's like, it works to be super strict and everything in certain things. Like I'm hella disciplined in, in, uh, in my fitness, hella disciplined at work, hella disciplined like with, uh, with everything that I do. But it's like, but then you go on a date and it's like how like let's get to the point, you know, and it, it doesn't work there. And so you learn that there's certain places, there's a certain time for certain things. You yeah. know, it's like it's like you can be egoic and you can be strong in a certain aspect, but it's like also it helps to recognize like oh, like where could this be trapping me? Cause I was getting trapped to the point like like I had a like a 40-year plan, you know. I had a 40-year plan and like I was getting upset if something didn't work out the way I wanted it to on my 40 year plan like, right now. Way. Cause I'm like, if I don't, if this doesn't happen, then like this, like, what about this thing? Like two years from now, that's supposed to unlock the thing from four years from now. And then I would like get all upset. And then I'm like having panic attacks all the time and shit, you know? Yeah. And it's like, uh, and so I had to fucking really work on that. And then now I've really just been working on kind of letting all that go. And, and so like, I, I got really good at like avoiding panic attacks and avoiding, um, like kind of getting, making sure they, they pass away when they come. But then like ever since, like ever since this uh, hypnotherapy session, this uh, like pretty well afterwards, we were talking and, and like hanging out and um, it's like, okay, like when I was 17, I was supposed to die, bro. Like that, like I was very fucking close to dying. and um, And then ever since then, she's like, so you have like a second lease on life, you know? And it's yeah. true, but I never realized it before. You know, I went through my entire 20s, not even taking that into account. And then the, the next time I like, I don't don't know what it is, but like me and my buddy would be telling jokes and like, instead of just like laughing normally, like I'm like belly laughing to the point, like I fucking, I can't breathe, you know, like it's like, things are funny. And then I, uh, like I was just sitting there in like the grocery store the other day, just like picking mangoes with my buddy. And I'm just like sitting there kind of like tearing up, like this is beautiful. Like I I wouldn't have had this opportunity if I died at 17, I would have just, uh, I would like none of like the entire life that I've lived happened after that. You know, like I've, I've lived several lives after that. I've like gone, like dated some beautiful girls. I've like lived in different countries. I like started boxing after that. Like I, I had like an entire fucking career as a boxer, jujitsu, like built a business, built a YouTube, built a TikTok. Now it's like, I've done so much since then, but like all of that could have been nothing, you know? And, um, and then I've just been like super like, uh, grateful. Grateful. Yeah, that's the word. And like, even uh, the other day, I, so I'm not dating that girl that I was dating before. Um, yeah. But, but I, I told this, um, I told this other girl who's like my friend for a long time. I was like, hey, like, by the way, I, I like you more than a friend, you know, um, and pretty much she just like shut me down. And I was like, Fuck. Uh but like um, I came up and I talked to my uh, it was like, uh, it, it was a weird thing. Like my, uh, my roommate, uh, who's like my best buddy, he he's like, bro, it's she's 100% down like she comes. Sleeps over for numerous days, you know. Like she's hanging out all the time here, fucking like rests her head in your lap. And I was like, yeah, like she probably feels the same way. But then, um, like it fucking uh, for me,
0: it always worked out like that. Right? Yeah, no, yeah, no. Before and I told me. her, she,
1: bro, it's uh, it was heartbreaking. And then I came upstairs, and, like after I told her, like uh, I was like, hey, by the way, like I like you. She's like, yeah, like I know, but like you know, I don't, I don't feel the same way about you, uh, and I'm sorry, you know. And it, it really hurt. Um, but I was talking to my, my buddy about it and like, I just started tearing up and I was like crying and I was like, damn, this is amazing. You know, like I've never actually felt these emotions before. And it's like, I'm open to it now. You know, like I had a, I just dated this girl for, for two years. We broke up, just like moved on with my life immediately, you know, and we broke up and I started dating this girl who was cheating on her boyfriend. Um, and this is a girl who I've loved for like five years, you know? And then we, uh, like we finally like made it happen. Uh, we started hooking up with each other, and then like, I just realized like, oh, like this isn't actually what I wanted either. Like, it's like a perfect, a perfect ten, like beautiful girl, but um, too much drama. And I'd, I'd rather be on my purpose. And then like when, um, when I broke up with her, I was like, yeah, like it makes sense, like completely makes sense. Nice. But then this girl who was my friend, she, you know, it, it was like fuck. Like I liked her a lot, like as a human being, you know, which is rare because it's like I, I legitimately thought of her as a friend for a while until recently. And then I was like, um no it worked out like that.
0: Man. I know.
1: And I was like, fuck, like we've known each other for four years, you know, like completely platonic friends. And uh and I was like, wait, she actually fit like, you know, like I hang out with her regularly with no expectation of anything else, you know, and it's like, but then we're we're just super close. I love her as a person, she's a killer in business, um, and all this other stuff. And then it was like uh, and then she said like nah like you know I love you as a as a friend <laughs> and I was like fuck me uh, and I was like crying about it and then I realized like I've been crying a lot lately dude like it's it's like after I did this hypnotherapy session I've just been like happier sadder I've been like going through all these like things of emotions like I went out for lunch with this girl uh, my friend Moni yesterday um just like to catch up and like we are just like at the end I was just like giving her a big hug and it was like a weird thing like she's I was like look like Moni like I love you and she's like yeah like I love you too I give her a big hug and she's like uh like helping me I post her on my Instagram um but then like it was a weird thing because it's like she was super open to me being uh being like loving towards her but it's kind of like everyone was waiting for it it feels like you know like Moni's a very spiritual spiritual girl and uh and it's like the only reason no, like we weren't super tight. I haven't been super tight with anyone is like I was blocking it. You know, I was blocking that like connection with other people. Um, and I think it's like all because I did this fucking one hypnotherapy session, it's like opened me up and I'm like sitting there like talking to Moni, um, who I've talked to like millions of times before. And I'm just like sitting there like tearing up like fuck, like I'm so happy that we're having this conversation, you know? It's fucked up, bro. It's cool. It's cool. It, it,
0: it. I've had, like, I can relate to this one where I've had a girl that I've been friends with for years and then all of a sudden it's like after a relationship, you just start liking that person all of a sudden. You're like, mm-hmm. maybe if I moved, like, picked a different card, we could have been together and I probably would have enjoyed it more. But now we've been too deep into the friendship aspect to the point where I feel like the girl thinks that, she doesn't want to ruin the friendship. And since she has that mindset, she will never like you in that way. Mm-hmm. And it just, And it's like the most odd feeling because you start to kind of regret the, <laughs> the person you dated before. That, like the person you did before confessing to the girl that you actually like. Because mm-hmm. you don't realize that you like them until after you're done with the person that you're with. It's so weird. I'm so glad you brought that up. Cause something similar happened for me because I was with this girl for like four months. Right. But I was in love with her for three years or I thought mm-hmm. I was at least. So then finally getting into that relationship, I'm like, I, f- I don't know. It was like underwhelming. Cause I felt like maybe I only liked that person for what they looked like. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Literally that's it. Like, I don't know. Like what I got, we got to know each other it was like a cloud's been removed. So I was happy about being in that relationship, but also made me realize that I didn't know that person. And I still had this, I guess you could say fake love for them. Cause it, it's not actual love. I think it's more lust, if anything, right. It's more like you just wanted to hook up with this person and mm-hmm. all the fucking time. And that's about it. And now, now that you've done that, and you're, like, they're talking with that person, you're getting to know them as just a person, you're like, yeah, nah, this is not going to work out for me, I don't think. Still got love for them as a person, but, like, they're just not the type of person that you want in your life because of their mindset and your mindset. They're just two different mindsets where you might not want that person in your future. That's how I felt about this person. So then I ended it. And the friend that I actually liked I confessed and I got rejected, rightfully so. Because she, she's uh, like when I told her that I loved her, she was like, "Yeah, I love you too," but I love our friendship more. And I'm like, shit. As it goes,
1: bro. So what'd you do? Did you just, yeah, it's like I, I went through a, a weird phase. This is like I'm talking like three days old, you know. So I went through like a phase where I was like upset for a little bit. I'm like, what? <laughs> like, what do you mean you don't like me? And then uh and then yeah, like I got to the point I was like, wait, like this is actually an amazing friend to me. You know, like this girl yeah. has been an amazing friend to me for so long. It's like, yeah, I might, I might love her in this way. But like, am is it is it that or is it that it's like I've burnt all the other ridges, you know? Or is it that uh you know, cause I was like, okay, after this like girl is gone, I'm gonna be celibate. Like after like the one who I, I love for five years, like after she's gone, I was like, I'm gonna be celibate. And she's um but then, like, I have the one the one friend left, you know? And I was like, maybe – I don't know. Like, your brain gets weird with it. Yeah. And then, and then she said – she's like, no, like, I'm not friends with you. And, like, I, I could just feel, like, that dog wake up in me, you know? I'm like fucking – I went to, like, a party after, uh, after philosophy the other day because one of the dudes had his, like, 76th birthday at the philosophy club. And we bought him a cake. And then he's like, yeah, we're having a little party at this hostel. And then, like, there's a couple girls at this hostel that I was at. And I was like, yeah, like, maybe – slide on them, you know, like, just getting numbers and stuff. I'm like, look, like we back, but like, I don't want to be, you know, it's a, it's a weird thing. So I'm, right. I'm going to pull away from that again and be like, all right, like, no, like just be celibate, just be, don't talk about, don't talk to any girls. Don't do anything. Like, just, just focus on your purpose. You know, like it's a fucking yeah. gift to, I get to
0: sit here spending all my time doing, uh, and that doing, doing that. And that's my thing. I think like right after that happened, i started questioning myself for even doing it because i felt like i threw (laughs) because now it's just like awkward between you and that friend right in a Mm -hmm. weird way she's still a good friend to you but you don't know how to look at that person the same after being feeling so embarrassed you're not like i was embarrassed for days and i'm like what i actually got rejected and we've done <laughs> this and that together. We've done so much together. And I actually got rejected by that same person. No, what am I gonna do? That that like those were my thoughts when it happened. And then I actually appreciated even feeling that because I'm like, this is the first time I felt embarrassed by, by another girl. You know what I mean? Not mm-hmm. to like sound all ego it like I normally do, but like it really made me like feel a way where no other person even i've been rejected before but it was like oh fuck whatever you know Mm -hmm. but that one felt a lot more embarrassing and it hit home more for some reason i guess it's because they've been your friend for so long it's just weird isn't it Mm -hmm. like i know you probably didn't go through that but like me i was embarrassed for days I, i like when she was texting me saying hey how have you been i'm just like yeah i'm gonna respond two days later (laughs) like did you tell her
1: that or you just like mentally said i'm responding two days later no no, no, i'm mentally Oh, because this girl like she texted me like the day after you know and sent me like a tiktok and i was like hey like i appreciate you trying to make this normal but you got me fucked up you know so i was like look uh like here's a couple things i'm thinking and like give me a little bit to like process this you know like and so she took a She's like, yeah, that's fine. I took a couple days and I like couldn't sleep the one night. And I was like, okay, like I'm back now. Uh, I think it was yesterday. I was like, hey, I'm back now. Like, pretty much I appreciate our friendship and I'm grateful as fuck for you and I love you. But yeah, like let's uh like let's talk like next time I see you. Um, let's sit down and like talk about this and clear the air and things like that and like be clear on everything. Um, but then in the meantime, yeah, let's like go back to talking and and just being friends again, but yeah, we'll still have to we'll still have to have a little conversation based mm-hmm. on based on my little my little hiccup, you know, nah. my, little, my little ego hit. That's what I uh, that's what I told you. Yeah,
0: that, that mine was definitely an ego hit too. But there's it, also like things that happened behind the scenes while I was in the other relationship where I thought she might have liked me as well. That's the worst part. <laughs>
1: that's the thing, bro. Like, cause I was like, like my boy, uh, my boy. Fergal, he was like, bro, like, be careful with this. Like, you might break this girl's heart if you're not looking to actually date her, you know? And I was like, nah, like, we're just friends, you know? And then, like, she's acting, like, a certain way. And I was like, oh, I think she may, she may like me more, you know? That's why, like, that's kind of what we have to clear the air about, you know? It's like, hey, like, what the fuck was this? Um, in a nice way. But, like, if we're, you know, we were in this weird gray zone where it's like a friendship but a relationship. But then, like.
0: That's what it was for me, too. <laughs> It was a friendship, but it felt more like a relationship than it needed to be.
1: Yeah, and like we're watching movies and the cuddling and stuff, and it's like, yeah, I think this is this Uh, ain't the.
0: We went on a movie theater date.
1: Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. We
0: did this and that, held hands, hugged occasionally.
1: So yeah. So in conclusion, in conclusion, it's like yeah, yeah. I took a I took a little ego hit with it, and I was like, um. I guess part of it was like she comes over every weekend and it's like, fuck, like the other people who are here are going to know that I fucking asked her out. And then like, but it's like, I let, I, you know, trying to let all that go. It's like, look, like what would you have rather not said anything? Fuck no. So like, yeah. am I sorry I said anything? Fuck no. I needed, there like one of my laws in my book. Uh, if I could shoehorn this into the conversation is like the law of honesty. And this is something I found like I was smoking weed, I did the weed yoga and it pretty much told me, like, because I was choosing between my ex, my my last ex and like this girl who I, w- I was in love with for five years. And I was like, who do I pick? You know? And the weed told me, like, it doesn't matter who you pick, but what matters is that you tell the truth, whatever it is. You know, the outcome doesn't re- doesn't matter, but like tell both of them about each other. Like you have to be honest completely about everything. Um, oh, and that's it's like mean, you know you know how there's I that
0: fall short. That's where I fall short.
1: Yeah, no, and it, it's like I've uh, I've hid shit my whole life, you know, I've like, uh you know, you kind of there's certain things in the air that you don't say or there's certain oh, things that God. you like you like want people to pursue you in a certain way. So you say certain things a certain way. It's like a, it's a weird art because it's like no matter okay. what, you have to do it. But there's a thing where it's like, OK, look, I have to I have to tell the truth. If There's something in the air. I have to say it. And so like I was dating this uh this girl and she was uh like I could tell. She thought that we were dating when I went to Colombia, you know, and for me, we weren't. So I was, I was smashing Colombians. Um, and then like, I told her when I, I got like, we started fighting a little bit about it. And um, I was like, yo, like, just so you know, like, we weren't dating. Like, I don't consider us dating when we were there. She's like, why? Yeah, we were. And it's like, no, like, I knew you for a month, you know, like we smashed, we we're seeing each other, we we're going to be dating, but like, I was still like, you know, free to do what I want to do. And I told her that. And it was like, it just kind of cleared the air. She cried a lot, bro. But it's yeah. like, it's better to have that. It like turned my whole life into mayhem and chaos for a little bit. But it's like, it's better to have that than fucking like leave something. Leave something out there that should be said. Like, just because it's going to cause problems. Like, no, fuck no. Like, say what you need to say. And so I said that to her. And then, um, then I was like, oh, so I'm going to go see my ex and like close this chapter as well. I'm fucking like finishing everything, you know? And then we, me and this girl broke up. And then I had like that this little affair for a little bit. <laughs> but then um yeah pretty much like this this new girl it was sort of i i felt this way and it's like okay now i need to with that i need to like say what i feel and even if it's like oh now i'm heartbroken it's like better say that and now i get to like okay now here's a development let let us work through that well let me work through that now it's like okay. okay if she's not interested okay now how do i how do i proceed without letting my ego get in the way so that we can still have like this beautiful friendship that we had before, you know, because I didn't even see her like as a romantic interest before until I thought about like the values that I that I'm looking for in a girl. And I was like, oh wait, one human being who I have had by yeah, side that been years, with you know?
0: so long. That yeah. Been <laughs> and it's
1: like it's like, oh
0: no way. What no are what way. are the chances? Who knows this whole time. So Yeah, literally. And it was funny because for me, like when I was actually seeing this other girl while I was friends with her it was she asked me like out of the out of three people that she mentioned that I know and she knows and she mentioned the girl that I was seeing right she was like who would you want to be in a romantic relationship with i was like shit what the fuck do i say mm-hmm. <laughs> like why did that question randomly come up and then i started considering the possibility that like i liked her but then i just I was like, yeah, none of them. <laughs> like I am so bad when it comes to my own personal thoughts about certain women, just because like, I tend to hide my emotion through my ego, if that makes mm-hmm. sense. Cause I always feel like I gotta be this ego at person. Cause that's what the girls I've been with liked. Like they like but, that but version of me. But that's the thing that. though.
1: It's like, you gotta be, you gotta be who you are. Like just be authentically you. Another law in my book 10 immutable laws of the universe is uh like be you you know it doesn't matter what other people like it's like what do you actually want to be and it's a weird balance because like we are picking off our environment like you have your culture that you kind of grew up in it's like that's affecting how you behave it's like oh here's what my culture yeah, likes it, but it is, is, is it me you know and then um and then yeah but it at the same time though like, in my culture, you
0: have to hide yourself, really.
1: Yeah, which is awful because, like, think about this dude who – um, like, this dude at my philosophy club who is a closet homosexual. It's like he has to – speak if he's hiding everything his whole life because he's, like, in the closet, Um, it's like he's not able to – you know, he's not able to recognize the whole situation because he can't – he's not even honest with himself, you know? So the more authentic you can be yourself, the more authentically you can live, it's like, bro, like, no one cares if you're gay – Dude, like just like just be you you know that's the thing be yeah. you don't be don't hide your ego like the girls don't want it either you know and I'm, I guess maybe I'll come back and be like yeah I was too sensitive and they broke up with me but I think there's really something to be said about um like opening up and like it's a, it's a process where we have to learn it and figure it out and figure out how to do it you know like I'm fucking I've been working on it for years and I'm, I'm like just starting to make like a look like I'm just starting to see the light a little bit but and but like the result is I'm just like crying all the time too. It's like your body has to kind of go back and like the pendulum swings in the other way where you fucking, yeah, you like, you go from for like me? a hard, not unfeeling, like stoic, they call it stoic. Right. But it was like, realistically, it wasn't stoicism. It
0: was and I guess like that's where the depression
1: stoic name came from. Well, I've loved the, I've loved the philosophy of stoicism, you know, it's like, Oh, it feels just like me for real, for real, you know, but it's like, it actually turns out that that was just a trauma response I had to like coming very close to dying so um so yeah like in conclusion it's like fuck like there's uh yeah there's, there's benefits of stoicism there's benefits of acting stoic there's benefits of all this but like most important to be uh, to be authentically you. you you know and then like yeah. even even too if you get mad about something if you get upset about something it's like actually feel all that actually process all that and yeah. that's and that that's the thing with stoicism people are like oh it's just not feeling your emotions and that, that's a in that's a misconception that's that's fake news you know
0: like the no the, that's the a lie you're just not willing to face them i know i'm aware of that of stoicism yeah like i i'm fully aware of how i am and what i am as a person but i feel like i'm 20 right so now that i'm 20 it's like i'm still too i've i'm just talking shit out of my ass I'm gonna be honest but I feel like it's like uh, I I'm not willing to come to terms with everything because I am my <laughs> I am my age I still feel like because of my age I'm like I gotta do the same thing I've been doing to enjoy life or some shit I, I don't know why I feel like that it just something I feel I because how do I explain it like this version of me, like, the version of me that I show to certain women, like, I'm always authentically myself when it comes to the guys, like, <laughs> that's no problem. But then when it comes to, like, me being around women, I'm completely different, not in terms of how I treat my friends or how I treat them, per se. It's just me as a person, I'm I'm just, and in, and in a way, it is me, but, like, it's not at the same time. I don't know mm-hmm. what you'd call that, like. Yeah, I
1: guess it's like you kind of have to grow into it. Like, um, like yeah, you're worried your outcome dependent You're like, I hope they like me. I hope they like me. It's like, no, no, no. You got to be you. You got to show who you, who you are, authentically, and that's all there is to do, bro.
0: And that's the thing. Like the tell the truth. I I think, I think it's just denial for me because like half the time I actually believe I'm the way that I am, but then. There's the part of me, like, now that I'm sitting in my room alone talking on this podcast or just sitting in my room deep in thought while we're having conversations like these, I'm starting to realize, hey, yeah, maybe it's not me. Maybe I'm just doing this because of my age. Maybe I'm doing this because of my, my past, how I was raised in my culture, et cetera. And I'm still looking for answers to find myself because I feel like I'm too young and dumb to really mm-hmm. know who or what I am right now. I feel yeah, like and, most people, and, when they hit the, like, at this age, are in the same place that I am. And some people hit, it, hit hit that point where they actually know themselves early. But a lot of people find it later in life. Yeah. You
1: know? And, like, uh, like, for example, until I was, like, 26, I was completely retarded. You know? Like, when I was 20, I was super fucking dumb. Like you right now, you are super fucking dumb. Everyone can see that. That's an obvious one, you know? Like you're you're more yeah. dumb than the average person. Okay. <laughs> no, no it's not me. <laughs> uh, but no, I'm it's self-aware. like. self-aware.
0: Can't you yeah, give
1: me that? Well, <laughs> you're, you, you know, don't be in a rush for it, you know? Like don't be in a rush to be successful. Don't be in a rush for everything. Like, bro, like we got to be enjoying this while while we're here, you know? Um, yeah. we're only here once. and yeah, you got a lot to learn, bro. and and like I do too, you know, i'm I'm still young too. Um, but the, like life is actually flocking long, bro, especially with all these advances, we live in deep into our hundreds at least like hundred twenty something like that, you know Like no problem. And even if not, like eighty still, you know, like even if you only make it to eighty, what's 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 wrong with that? But it's like there's certain things you gotta do, certain certain like like you gotta stay in shape, you gotta eat relatively healthy, you know, everything like in moderation. Don't go too hard with anything like but then yeah like you sort of figure things out like like an example I quit drinking uh, alcohol five years ago a little bit more than five years ago now and um, I had a call with this girl from uh, philosophy club her daughter who's 18 she goes to like some school in Boston or something like that and uh, her mom was like yeah she's partying and blah, blah 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 it's like well she's 18 you know. Like the only reason I'm okay being sober for five years is because I got fucking drunk a lot, you know? And I had to go through that phase to then realize like, okay, now I know what I'm missing out on and I prefer my life sober, you know? Yeah. And so without yeah, it's it's a weird thing where it's like you want to be further ahead. You want like you want to get oh, I don't I want to get past this part where I need to make money. It's like, no, you need to actually go through and make the money. You need to think you care about material objects and then fucking you buy them and you realize it's actually all bullshit and it's like yeah, and all you needed was friends all you needed was friends and family and like and like build a family out of your friends wherever you are you know and like that's the only thing that matters you figure that out and uh but it takes time you know it takes, uh, it takes time to do it. It,
0: it it really does because uh for me i think what it is is i'm in a rush to find myself even though there's no reason to rush mm-hmm. because Like, all my life, I've been kind of raised in a way where I've had to be rushed in terms of uh, adulthood in some sort of way and responsibility just because that's our culture. Our culture is Mm -hmm. to be the most responsible all the time, always being that one person that doesn't drink, doesn't smoke. uh, Are you the oldest? Are you the oldest in your family? I am. It's a weird one because I am, like, my older brother okay (laughs) he's blind blind. okay so i've always had to take care of him until uh his later years Mm -hmm. 2023 and then i also have an older sister but the thing is again because of cultural differences i've been treated like the oldest Mm -hmm. since like literally i've always been treated like the oldest since i was like five years old i can always remember every single lecture or every single time I've been beat down because my family thought I had to be. Yeah, and
1: exactly. So your brother be. born blind
0: then? Hmm?
1: Your brother was born blind? Yeah. Yeah. So, so yeah, and they're like, okay, we got,
0: got to, it's up to, it's up to you to to take care of everyone then. Yeah. It, it, it was like, I had to be the man of the house and then mm-hmm. the older brother just had to provide in some sort of way. That's it. And I had to help, him to be able to help provide as well Mm -hmm. so it was always just like ever since i was a kid there was always just some sort of expectation for me from family friends uh, 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 obviously uh, parents grandparents everything like there was always a certain expectation for me because my mom is also the oldest in her family and then when they think about who their son is they always think about who her son is they think about me Mm -hmm. or it was always like, even them saying like, yo, you have to be this way. You have to be that way. When it's like, maybe I don't want to be that way, you know? And now I'm this age and I have all the freedom in the world to do whatever I want. Now it's, it felt like I missed out before and now I'm living the life I should have lived earlier. That's Mm -hmm. what it feels like, but I'm not ungrateful towards the experience because experiencing that so young made me uh kind of realize what i gotta do for the future at such a young age you know Mm-hmm. yeah it's uh it's tough being the oldest
1: i'm not the oldest of the babies so i had like some sh- i got i got schlack cut for me but like my buddy uh my buddy Bilal, he's the oldest in his family and i went to his wedding Thank a couple you. years ago and um yeah everyone's like this is up to you. It seemed like a large responsibility, you know, yeah, that he had to deal with. Is. This is like, a, it was, he was out in a Muslim household as well. And it was like, fuck, like, you kind of
0: get crushed by the pressure, honestly, mm-hmm. you get crushed. Mentally, you're destroyed half the time. And then, that's why people, like, people around me even say, I take things too seriously, or, <laughs> I'm not the most fun, chill, joking guy, because of my childhood. Mm-hmm like all that pressure always being put onto me now that I don't have it as much because I'm doing my own thing. Now I still have certain aspects of how I lived before to now that kind of carry over like some personality traits that was implanted into me back then. I still carried over to these years of my life and mm-hmm. I'm, I'm completely grateful for it. Honestly,
1: Yo, you gotta be grateful for everything,
0: bro. Yeah, of course. All of it, all of that. But, but I think it also, that's, I think I, that caused, like like, that was, like, my first traumatic experience. I think just having the weight of expectation crush you all the time. That was, like, the first traumatic experience I've ever had in my life. You know what I think is crazy is, like, this turned out to be, like, a topic on trauma.
1: Like, our whole talk has been pretty well on trauma, which is pretty cool.
0: Yeah, pretty much. I, can do that.
1: We did have what? Well, we had one what that was like the relationships. I forget what the other one was, but
0: uh, truth. Uh, oh, we talked about truth. Yeah, and now we're talking about trauma. Trauma. We actually trauma. agree on like we agree about our experiences and how 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 it affected us. You know. Yeah,
1: it, it takes its toll. It's like a weird thing where everything, you know, like you're pretty much perfect the way you are though. You know, it's like you you went through whatever and that's your mission. Like you were destined for that to happen to you. And uh, yeah, and now you are who you are. You re, you respond to certain things the way you respond and you were supposed to. And everything that has happened has been perfect. It's a crazy. Yeah. It's crazy to think
0: about, but yeah. Yeah, but like the way trauma affects you is crazy in itself because like one day you can be perfectly normal and you feel like you're not feeling anything even though you do Mm -hmm. then the next day you're just thinking about taking your own life because that's how i felt at a young age i was always angry some days and then Mm -hmm. some days i'd feel normal or pretend to be happy even then some days i'd just be in my room crying wanting to take my life randomly like that thought would run deep with me and in a weird way me getting into boxing six years ago Helped me mature in a way where I stopped having those thoughts, and you I don't know, have those thoughts at all, Nemo. Now I don't have those thoughts at all. Beautiful, because even though, uh, like, I feel like I gotta be strong no matter what. Because without strength, it, it, I'm, I'm basically just giving in. You know. Mm-hmm. And one thing I can, like, in terms of my own personal values, I will never give in to anything, no matter what. I'll always stay true to my own goals and path. That won't change. Inshallah, bro. Inshallah, you do. Inshallah, yeah. God Inshallah.
1: Si Dios quiere. Ojalá, in español. Ojalá.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So, there you go. But let's go back to your book. I don't think we've talked about your book at all. (laughs)
1: No, we didn't. Um, so Yeah, well, yeah, I was actually going to dip, but yeah, I'll, uh, I'll, I'll talk about that a little bit. Um, yeah,
0: just give me 10 minutes. <laughs> yeah,
1: pretty much. Um, so I'm not sure when this, when's this, uh, when's this out going to be out? We're,
0: it's going to be out on Tuesday.
1: Okay, I'll try to get the, I'll try to get the audio book done and up by then but yeah uh it's on no, it, amazon it all
0: just depends on you just let me know when you want me to release it because i'll good. have it sounds edited good. it'll be done by tuesday in terms okay
1: of- sounds good yeah give me give me a week then but yeah so this uh this book i wrote for my it's for my followers on tiktok we got at project stoic on tiktok and then yeah i just kind of put together this like 10 immutable laws of the universe so i'm a bit of a book nerd and i just put together Like all the stuff I've learned from spirituality, all the stuff I've learned from uh, reading history, all the stuff I've seen in my own life on my own journey and uh, put it all together of like these are the these are the things that if you if you act through this, um, you'll be able to you'll be able to kind of navigate the world better. So the way I've kind of been talking about it is like society gives you a set of rules to follow. It's like you go to school, you get a job, you go into debt um, to go into school. Then you like get married, you have a have a house, you blah blah blah. But like you can kind of see like, oh no, there's there's like people throughout history who have seen it differently, you know, and there's actually like underlying laws of the universe that make things like work. So if you're on a path to mastery, there's just certain ways of uh there's just certain better ways of doing things than what everyone else is doing, you know? So like the first law is like the law of discernment, which I think is super important because Ain't no one discerning shit for themselves. Everyone's looking for this, like, what's this guy say? They're like, Andrew Tate. Andrew Tate tells me this. It's like, no, actually, Dr. Anthony Fauci says this. You know, it's like, how about you fucking, like, look things up yourself and figure Uh, it out. And, like, it's not even saying that you can't listen to other people. But it's like, when Andrew Tate tells you, hey, you need a group of dudes around you. You need to, like, have your network. It's like, is he telling you that because that's the truth? Or is he telling you that because he benefits because he has a mastermind of men who, if you pay into it, he gets money, you know, it's like, it's like both the answer is both, but then like, at least be aware of that. So like, why does Dr. Anthony Fauci tell you you have to get a fucking three weeks? It's like, is it because it saves your life or is it because he also like gets paid by the fucking pharmaceutical companies for doing this, you know?
0: He gets paid by the pharmaceuticals.
1: <laughs> I'm not. I'm not one to say what's what, but like the the answer for me with everything is just discern it up. Then we talked yeah, about like law of honest, yeah, kind that's... of what I talked about. Sorry, go ahead. And,
0: and and that's the thing. Like I've always said this. Like even since I was a kid, I always take things with a grain of salt. Don't believe everything you see just because it's trending or It, it, it just people are saying it, and then it becomes fact because of the amount mm. of people talking about that certain conversation and subconsciously sometimes we do go into it because of biases towards our friends and if our friends believe it we'll start believing it too it's just this weird loophole but i always take everything with a grain of salt yeah that's that's better if i don't know anything and hear people talk about it i will look it up i do not care because at least mm -hmm. then i get an unbiased (laughs) i get an unbiased research session instead of some guy saying he did, it's true because he said this and then I did that, you know? Yes. Yeah. yeah. It's And I'm glad that you are raising awareness to that in your book, honestly. It's a good, it, it's a good, like your, your own personal experience will always be good in a way because you've probably talked about the missteps in your life, in your book. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that is could help so many people that might be leading into or leading toward those same missteps. And then now your book is kind of like a guide where they can learn how to improve themselves, not just in terms of their business or their mind, just in terms of everything that's going on in their life and how to deal with those situations because of your book. Yeah, and that's why
1: we call it like a, it's a guidebook, right? It's a guidebook for those on the path. And it's like, it's not for people to just read. And then like, that was a nice book, you know, it's not, it's for like, okay, if you're in the sport of boxing, like all of these things, like, it's kind of like, uh, it's a map of the terrain, you know? And like, it's useful if you're going into the terrain, if you're actually trying something yourself, you're trying to build a business, you're looking at relationships, you're, you're, you're trying to build a fucking TikTok, whatever it is that you're trying to do. Um, you're trying to just like get ahead in your career, whatever, whatever it is, it's like, you're taking action on something, it's like there's a terrain and here's a map that will kind of like help you out with it. But without actually looking at the terrain, without going out, it's useless. And you could experience something like without the guidebook, like you could miss stuff, you know? And, and that's kind of what it's designed for. It's like, okay, look, this here's what I've seen from all of these different things. And if you want to, uh, like, if you didn't have this, you may not have seen that this was a lesson in here, you know? Um, but then it may, there may be things in there that like, They don't ring for you as true, but it's because you've not gone through it yet. And it's like, yeah, so just keep going back to it. And
0: it's been a fun project, bro. Yeah. Wow. And what what is the book name? Project Stoic?
1: No, no, no. uh, 10 Immutable Laws of the Universe. 10
0: Immutable Laws of Power? Of the Universe. Of the Universe. Okay. I'm going to make sure I buy that. Where is it going to be? Yes. promotion.
1: So it's gonna be it's gonna be on Gumroad. I think we're gonna we're gonna slide over to to there. You can get the hard copy on Amazon, but I'm gonna put the the ebook and the audio book on Gumroad. I think that's better. Oh wow! cause fuck, it, cause fuck Amazon. Are you gonna be the cover picture? <laughs> no, 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 like I'm I'm completely anonymous, bro. Like Project Stoic, like completely anonymous, and that's yeah. why I was telling you, like, get rid of my like I'm cool. You want to call me Jeff, but like, like uh, get rid of my get rid of my last name on all that, bro.
0: Too. I was gonna
1: well no link my link my project stoic Instagram but I like the idea of uh like being anonymous and I'm gonna make like a video course at a certain point and there's AI where you can film and like put a uh you can put like a like a statue over you or you can make yourself like a big teddy bear or something like that with like a three d model so then like I can remain anonymous even if I'm building videos which is oh key. wow so so yeah, then it's like, yeah, no, I get to, I get to maintain my, my privacy. Uh, I mean, it's pretty easy to find me if you,
0: if you, if you
1: cared to, but, um, but yeah, I like to, I like the idea of just being like a, a sure faceless voice.
0: Make sure you unfollow yourself on Instagram. Uh,
1: already done, baby. Already that's done.
0: Good. That's good. Cause they could just do one little Instagram following search and they could
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Yeah. No, that's a good point. That's a good point. Uh, but yeah, uh, thank you for like giving me time. Honestly, it's been a therapeutic fucking conversation to say the least. I I've never talked about this on a podcast ever yet, and kind of enjoyed the. You're not being authentic. <laughs> no, 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 no. It's because I always leave trauma and depressing topics in the back of my head. I just like to make fun of people, talk mm-hmm. shit, and that's about it on the podcast. That's literally it. Fair That's enough. The but yeah, thank you so much for your time and make sure you download download it on Gumroad. Gumroad. Yeah, I'll uh, I'll send you the link when it's ready. All right, yeah. Make sure you guys download it on Gumroad. Uh buy the book if you want the physical copy on Amazon and stay tuned for the audio book too. You'll learn a lot, trust
1: me. And uh yeah, bro, it was good to it was good to chat again and uh looking yeah. forward to Come to come to philosophy when I get back to Hamilton, bro. All right, yeah, no problem. Pull, pull, pull true, baby. Pull true.
0: Yeah, I will. I will. I will. I'll make okay. sure. I, just make sure you give me a d- like. Give me two weeks ahead of time. notice. <laughs> Jesus, bro. Come on. You can just say you don't want to come. <laughs> no, 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 no. It's because <laughs> I also have another thing. You, sure, bud. Sure, bud. You know what I'm talking about. I have a sales job. Right. Right. It's still entrepreneurship, I believe.
1: Yeah, you're learning stuff. All right, bro. Well, anyway, we'll we'll figure that one out. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, thank you again, bro. And uh, talk soon.
0: Yeah. See you, Jeff.
1: Peace.